0: It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories.
1: An early childhood taxing district, what on earth is that?
0: The latest in politics and world affairs.
1: I don't think that we should be passing legislation that is so complicated that people kind of throw up their hands and say, oh, I can't understand it.
0: Today's current opinions and ideas.
1: It is not fair that just because you're a big business that you get a break on this and the little guy doesn't.
0: Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation.
1: Indeed, let's have a conversation, and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, you're valued, you have purpose. Today, strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. And thank you to the team that I work with. That's producer Steve, producer Luke, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Friday, producer Steve.
2: Yes, Friday, May 5th, and uh, not to burst your bubble, but you know what happens in 72 hours? Is Monday? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a pleasant thought? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, yes, uh, Monday mornings are always interesting uh, Fun. around Crawford. Yeah, Crawford Broadcasting. But, uh, but you always get it taken care of, producer Steve. So hats off to you. And thank you for being uh, behind the boards on that. Check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M O N S O N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You'll get first look at our upcoming guests as well as our most recent essays. And uh, you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com. And thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And force comes in a lot of different packages, Steve. And it could be um, it could be weapons policy, unpredictable and excessive taxation, fear, coercion, government-induced inflation, or this agenda of the World Economic Forum, Davos Globalist Elites. And so it can come in many different ways. Uh, Taxation, though, is a big question that's on everybody's radar right now since everybody's getting their uh, new property tax assessments. And that is a trailing number. And it's I, uh, I'll i get the exact details. I think it's by statute, but don't quote me on that, uh, that um, our property assessments are, are trailing from uh, basically. Well, we'll get Karen Levine on. She can explain all that to us. So we'll talk with her about that next week. But it, it uh, the assessments were basically at the top of the market. So since that is, has occurred, though, we now have high inflation. Uh, The economy is in recession and people are getting these uh, property tax assessments anywhere from uh, 35 percent to someone uh, texted me and said that their assessments went up one hundred and sixty one percent. That is unbelievable. Uh, And so what is this is on everybody's radar. And uh, so what is has happened then is the governor and this legislature is going is going to refer a measure to the ballot. I think it's Proposition HH to the ballot that we will vote on property tax relief temporarily. From what I understand, again, I'm going to really delve into this this weekend, Uh, but then to backfill reducing that rate than to take away our much of our TABOR refunds. So you can just see, Steve, that these politicians and bureaucrats and interested parties are just rubbing their hands together in greed uh, for getting their hands on that tax money. But I think the question is, is... Why should taxes go up that particular amount? Uh, Does government need additional revenue, particularly when people are hurting so much? And so we need to have real statesmen that will step forward and really address the question. Now, I did get a text message that uh, Senate Minority Leader Paul Lundeen is calling for a special legislative session to address property taxes, Uh, So uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that. But as you may remember, Steve, a few years ago when the Gallagher Amendment was repealed by the people of Colorado, and I'm looking at Ballotpedia right now, the people of of Colorado repealed it 57.5% to 42.5% approximately. Now, in our Voter's Guide, we came out as a no vote on this. But there was a ton of money that was thrown at this particular campaign. And I had started to delve into the the money on that, and I will continue to do that. But uh, one of the the names that you will see on a regular basis regarding voting, uh, changing our elections, and property rights is Kent Theory, who is the former... uh, CEO of DaVita uh, Dialysis, and uh, he has uh, been very active for a number number of years. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but I think that you'll find it interesting. There is also a name on the Republican side that uh, was in favor of repealing the... um, are these property taxes, or, or excuse me, the Gallagher Amendment. Would you want to guess who could be that influential Republican that was in support of getting rid of the Gallagher Amendment?
2: Republican, now Democrat?
1: No, Republican, now Republican.
2: Because hmm, I thought you were going to talk about Kevin Priola since I saw his name earlier this morning, but no, who? Dick Wadhams. Oh, jeez.
1: Mm-hmm. Right here yeah, from Ballotpedia Colorado GOP Chairman Dick Wadham said Gallagher's burdened small businesses for many years But in the midst of COVID-caused shutdown The one-way ratchet of higher taxes on local job creators is especially cruel If Gallagher is not repealed, property taxes will be a nail in the coffin of many small businesses
2: hmm. And hmm. now it's a nail in the coffin of almost everybody Exactly Hmm. So
1: we will continue that conversation uh, regarding that, but it looks like the Republicans are going to call for a special session, so we'll see what happens with that. Very interesting, huh?
2: Isn't it funny, or is it just me, uh, you know, Polis and his proposition, HH, isn't it funny how quickly he swoops in with some quote-unquote solution when it impacts everybody? He has everybody's attention, because who doesn't pay property taxes?
1: Well, everybody does pay property taxes. So, for example, when you go to, you know, buy goods or services, those property taxes are passed on to the consumer through that. When you uh, are renting, uh, you will see property taxes reflected in your rent. Those are those are more difficult things for people to see. Hmm. But uh, this backfilling, first of all, I mean, look at this windfall. If if this stood like this, of property taxes for any entity, your road districts, your uh, school districts, uh, and uh, as I take a look at what the teachers unions are up to regarding uh, what they're teaching our kids regarding capitalism, we'll talk about that in just a second, is we need to, instead of uh, putting more money into the beast of all of this government, we need to be reducing these taxes. So this is going to be really interesting to see now there's political maneuvering going on. Uh, so, this is going to be super interesting to watch, uh, and uh, it, it will affect each and every one of us. I asked
2: you earlier, isn't HH, uh, uh, the way it's being proposed, basically state subsidi- subsidization? Subsid- what am I trying to say? Subsidizing. Thank you. Uh, isn't that the state subsidizing property taxes now? But ultimately, it's still your money that's that's getting the job done
1: taking and taking away our Tabor refunds. Yeah. I mean they've been after Tabor and what Tabor is is Colorado's taxpayers bill of rights and it was passed in I think 9 uh, no I can't remember. I wanted to say 92. I think it was 92. That's exactly right. It was in 92. And um politicians bureaucrats and interest parties those PBIs have been working hard to 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 gut Tabor and, and this would do it. And that would be uh, something that would happen with that. And, and to, I was talking with a young person yesterday and they said, well, that means that people that are renting, they would not get their Tabor refunds. And I'm like, that's, that's true. It's highly unfair. But uh, boy, there's a lot of conversation going on about it, producer Steve, but I will be connecting the dots on Gallagher and all. And so you'll want to stay tuned on all that. It will be a follow the money kind of a thing.
2: No doubt. Monday, you will come roaring back with all the skinny on this. I'm, I'm counting on it.
1: You're counting on it. Well, I have a lot of homework to do this this weekend. Let's see. Our quote for the show. Uh, Steve, I have to tell you, after yesterday's show, and when Dr. Jill was on, and she was connecting the dots on the baking system and the dollar and BRICS, which is this um, it's countries that have come together. It's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, that they're coming together and saying, we don't want to use the dollar uh, for buying oil and what that's may do to, um, human flourishing. Uh, and, uh, we here in America have been at the pinnacle of human flourishing, even though the society culturally is becoming very decadent with, um, with the, this whole transgender movement, trying to push us a- into different groups and pit the groups against each other. And, um, My heart was just very heavy for America and what could be significant human suffering from all of these different policies. And, I I mean, I thought about it this morning. I I really, when Joe Biden says he wants to finish the job, I'm concerned he wants to finish the job of destroying America and the American idea. And so my heart was really heavy yesterday about it. But in the end, we know that, that... We know that good and truth wins in the end. I'm concerned about the human suffering in between. But I realize we have to take care each day. We have to take care of what we have in front of us. And that is uh, when I say strive for excellence. We need to strive for excellence each and every day. And we need to take care of those around us and we need to love those around us. We need to speak to each other in kindness and we need to search for truth and clarity and, and do this each and every day with the job that is at hand. And then we must stand against the tyranny of, um, I mean, just think about it. If, if, uh, if somebody came up to, if a robber came up to you with a weapon and said, give me an additional i'm already taking a bunch of your money but i want an additional 35% you would say no but that's exactly what government is looks like it's doing to me right right now steve what do you think
2: i think you're right you're spot on and and uh, you know in the show previous to our show starting at bruce simmons was asking the same question i ask you what is this ironclad linkage between the valuation of a property and then the property tax uh, taxes because we're seeing the downside of it, and that linkage needs to be broken.
1: It, it really, really does. And uh, so we're going to have a... Uh, we in Colorado will be having a big conversation about this, and I'm excited about it because yeah. the veil is off. And, and, I, and as I look back at now repealing the Gallagher Amendment, I, I mean, we're going to go back in history and just take a look at who the players are in that, because these... Elections have consequences. And as I mean, I'm back, I'm back on in the saddle today regarding this battle of ideas, which I guess I should go to our quote for today, because it's a very important one. And it's by Joseph Stalin. And many, many people, uh, he was communist. And many, many people died uh, during his reign of terror. And he was a Soviet politician, political theorist and revolutionary. And he led the Soviet Union from 1924 until he died in 1953. He held power as uh, General Secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union and Chairman of the Council of Ministers of the Soviet Union. He was born in 1878. He died in 1953. He said this. And, uh, my friends, again, when you look at this this legislature here in Colorado and the bills that they passed... That are a direct assault upon the Second Amendment, which at the Second Amendment says that the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And we look at what they passed, Uh, and and again, this is taking away the right for for everyday law-abiding citizens to protect themselves uh, with firearms. But this is this is ultimately this is what uh, Stalin said. He said, "Ideas are more powerful than guns. We would not let our enemies have guns." Why should we let them have ideas? And that's why the show that we do here is so important. Question. It's because we talk about these ideas. Yes.
2: The enemies he's referring to, could they have been the people that he was leading? Yes. Okay.
1: Absolutely. It was the people. Absolutely. So we have these important conversations because of great sponsors and the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance team is one of those. And, it is really an amazing group of people that Roger has put together. Uh, he has, um, his team, many of them have been with him for many, many years. And if you go to their offices, it is, it's like a, a well-oiled machine. And it's just a great group of people to work with. Roger's been in business for 47 years. And you can reach them at 303-795-8855. That's 303-795-8855. Uh, like a good neighbor, the Roger Mangan team is there.
3: Rosie's doing it. So is Yvonne. Same with Lori. Michelle's been it since February of last year. Jody started the year before that, and guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Oh, the doing part? They're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. Then they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? Are you ready to get at it and save? Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855. Don't delay. Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855 today.
4: Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about Popular Rationalism at KimMunson.com.
5: It's Colorado. We want warm homes in the winter and cool, comfortable homes in the summer. Johnny Stubb Services is the heating and air conditioning company to call to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubb Services' team of experts provide proper guidance to help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. Kim Munson highly recommends Johnny Stubb Services. Schedule your air conditioning check before summer arrives at johnnystubbservices.com and receive a great gift. That's johnnystubbservices.com.
2: No matter how you define it, inflation is out of control. Increasing prices at the gas pump and grocery stores are hurting everyday people. All these challenges we face are preventable. Go to Kim Munson.com to contribute. Again, help Kim by contributing at Kim Munson.com. That's M O N S O N.com.
0: It's Friday!
1: Indeed, it is Friday, and welcome back to The Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M O N S O N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And I uh, wanted to mention the USMC Memorial Foundation. Uh, it is a, uh, a nonprofit that I dearly love. And they are raising money for the remodel of the Marine Memorial out at Sixth and Colfax. And, my friends, we must honor our history. And a great way to do that is to uh, support the USMC Memorial Foundation. And, again, we're coming into Mother's Day, Father's Day. And uh, there is a brick challenge to uh, purchase a brick to honor your military service, your loved one's military service. It will be on one of those um, pathways of service that they have there. And you can do all that at USMCMemorialFoundation.org. That's USMCMemorialFoundation.org. Property rights. Our founders knew it, are inherent in the American idea. Everyday people being able to keep most of the fruits of their labor and to to uh, take care of themselves, their families, and own property, have property, have the property of their ideas, is inherent in the American idea. It is under assault across the country right now. But There is a big example of this happening in Jefferson County. And uh, we've had Tara Lynn Romero on before, and um, she purchased uh, her home. And, and well, let's, let's bring her on. Carolyn R- Romero, welcome to the show. Hi, Kim. Good morning. Happy to be here. I was, it's good to have I was going to set this up, but you can do this better than I can. So if somebody has not heard our previous interviews, uh, explain what's going on. Yeah, you
4: got it. So very long story short, about two years ago, I bought a beautiful home in a tiny town called Kittredge. If you're not familiar with Kittredge, it's in between Morrison and Evergreen, a little mountain community about 30 minutes away from Denver. I happen to have just a little bit more than five acres, or sorry, than half an acre, so 0.5 and Bear Creek runs right through my property, kind of bifurcates the whole thing. My property also backs up to a very popular neighborhood park called Kittredge Park. The reason this matters is because when I bought my home in the dead of winter at the height of the housing crisis, I was not told by the prior owners that people in the community had been given permission to use my backyard with a creek running through it as an extension of the park. And because it was in the dead of winter, the creek was frozen over, inches of snow were on the trails, and nobody was was down there. So I really, you know, I had no idea what I was stepping into. And what I stepped into was 55 people— in my backyard at the peak of summer with umbrellas, tents, air mattresses, lawn chairs, towels, tubes, coolers You know, they were coming to my backyard from places as far as Parker. They were staying there for up to, you know, eight to 10 hours because sometimes they drove an hour to get here and it was a complete water park. It was a nuisance. Um, people were, you know, breaking my trees, destroying my creek bank, uh, digging uh, massive holes in the land and really just generally abusing me when I started exercising my property rights um and the land. Now, I did try to share for about a year and a half when I learned that prior owners had given permission. I was new to town. I didn't wanna be ostracized. I've got a little stepdaughter, she's 11. I wanted us to have a happy family and a happy community. Unfortunately, that was untenable. And in June of 2022, so about a year and a half later, I shut down my land. I said, no more. People have got to stay out. I'm not doing this anymore. The liability was a headache, among many other things. July 2022, Jefferson County Commissioners, all three elected officials, filed suit to take my land from me, and I'm being simplistic, or force me to share. And that's been going on really since that moment. Um, I started out all alone in my battle. Nobody knew about me. I had no voice. I was hated in my community. You know what it's like if you're in a small town and you start disrupting things. But then I was blessed. I got given a voice on social media, and suddenly hundreds of thousands of people all over the world started to take note of my plight. And now I sit here with you today um, after some very good recent news, um, because I've gotten a lot of people behind me. I was recently able to negotiate a settlement with Jefferson County because I was given the gift of choice. You talk about freedom versus force. Uh, I was in a position of having to be forced to share my land or forced to give it up. And because people got behind me and started elevating their voices with me, banging the drum, as I like to say it, writing the commissioners, saying, this is wrong. People like you, Kim, having me on your show, your amazing listeners and the people that you've introduced me to, you've given me the power of choice to sit at the negotiation table and say, this is wrong, and this is what I need
1: to be made whole. So now something is happening today, correct?
4: Yes. Today, uh, I've got to go to court for a restraining order uh, against an individual in the community.
1: Okay, okay, so the so that is different, obviously. And this uh, so the settlement has, has has occurred. I know that you there was a big uh, meeting the other night. And so is the issue done? Have you have, have you been able to um, get to a point where you feel that you are in charge of your property rights?
4: Yeah, I, I absolutely am at a point where I feel like I'm in charge of my property rights. You know at the end of the day i was able to uh i say give up but i promise you it wasn't free Uh, a portion of my land a small portion by the way uh, that really meant the most to the community it's called the beach we don't have beaches in colorado but they've kind of trampled the vegetation down to nothing and so it does kind of look like a beach it's just dirt and sand Um, i was able to uh, kind of relinquish that piece if you will And maintain the majority of my land right in front of my home, which is about 100 feet of creek front, still going right through my backyard, still large enough for me to have the dogs play fetch and and my stepdaughter run around. That will be mine. And in trade for it, I got a quarter of a million dollars. So um, I do feel uh, like this has a good ending both for me and for the community. We've all signed. Well, Jefferson County has signed. I've signed. We're waiting on just one more uh, signature that should be coming any day now. And we've got to execute the agreement still. So I have to hold government accountable now that we've said what we're going to do and what that will look like.
1: Well, and this is an important outcome because uh, initially the Jefferson County commissioners had sued just to take your land. And that is not okay. And uh, it was under the guise of the community wanted wanted it. And um, <laughs> just because and and the community is, who is the community? it's it's this you don't know for sure who it is. And many times the people that are that face of the community that might be asking for this, they may move in a few years. So the to use this i the term community because the community wants it. That is not okay. And so this is a really big deal that you came to a point where you negotiated a settlement and you were paid for that particular piece of uh, property, which you felt was fair. And so this is good news. And I congratulate you, Tara Lynn Romero, for, for, for being in this fight for property rights because I, it uh, it was important. It had long-ranging uh, ramifications for property in Colorado. And I, I thank you for being courageous to take this on.
4: Well, thank you very much for the kind words. You know, you talk about community. And I think the important thing to note here is when prior owners gave my tiny town permission to use their backyard, you know, for and they had done that for decades. You know, it was it was a small town. Nobody knew about it. Everybody knew each other. And maybe there were 10 people in the backyard on a holiday. Um, but all that changed with COVID and my little spot became quite popular. So it went from just a handful of people once in a while to 55 people every single day. Um, and asking me to share, So when, oh, forcing me to share, when Jefferson County wanted to force me to share uh, with my community, I think the, the scariest thing about that is they extrapolated it from beyond my tiny town to say, hey, Tara Lynn, you've got to share your little half of half an acre with half a million people because that's who's in Jefferson County. So it was incredibly uh, terrifying. It was violating uh, to have that uh, being done to me. And really, at the end of the day, um, you know, for anyone that might be saying, gosh, she sold out and she really didn't uh, stand up for property rights. You know, this was never about the money. When I first moved in, I'm a a person that believes you do good and uh, you should be gracious with the things that have been given to you. I I, I offered to lease uh, the portion of my land that I just sold, uh, basically, for free. I offered to lease it for free. And I heard nothing back from the county. Uh, And now, of course, it's cost them quite a great deal. And that was the price that I felt uh, was fair for what I've been through.
1: Well, congratulations on that, Tara Lynn Romero, and this is indeed good news for property rights and uh, greatly appreciate, again, you taking a stand for property rights for everyday people. So thank you.
4: Absolutely, and thank you for having me on the show and to all your listeners who followed along. I mean, truly, it's, it's by the grace of every single one of you who give my plight attention that gives it power. And ultimately, when it comes to the government, especially elected officials, there is only power in numbers. And that is truly what has changed my circumstance. So a big thank you to and all your listeners.
1: Well, thank you, Tara Lynn Romero. And uh, we, we get to have these important conversations because of really great sponsors, and I have a, a new sponsor, a relatively new sponsor, and that is Johnny Stubb Services, and they're experts in heating and air conditioning, and we have the owner, uh, John Lennon, on the line with us. Johnny, welcome to the show.
6: Hello, Kim. How are you doing this morning?
1: I am doing well. And... Uh, uh, it looks like the weather is getting nicer. I have, uh, you're coming out next week to, uh, do my air conditioning check, which is, uh, I, th- I would really recommend that people do this sooner versus later. But when you and I were first talking, John, you said that when it gets really hot and if anybody has challenges with their air conditioning, they like to have you immediately there because, because it's so hot. So tell me a little bit what people can do, uh, regarding preparing for the hot weather that's around the corner.
6: So um the biggest thing is you know just maintaining the equipment so um we always ask that filters be changed out um first of the season go to a less restrictive air filter just to increase airflow we need more air to cool <clears throat> to cool a home than we do to heat a home so um to take away the heavy pleated filters most people are using during the the winter times is always good for air conditioning just allows us to breathe a little bit better Um, And then uh, cleaning out the outdoor condensing unit. So that's as easy as just taking a garden hose, putting your thumb over the end of it, and just spraying through the coils from the top down. Um, We don't want to use any high-pressure hoses or uh, faucets on that. Um, It's an aluminum coil fin, so they tend to bend over if we get too much uh, water pressure going on them. But a good rinse of that will definitely help, too. So those are some of the some of the easy quick things that uh homeowners can do to make sure their systems are being maintained and run the most efficient as they can so
1: well and uh once a year uh actually uh, when you get ready for uh, coal season i really recommend people have their furnaces checked and then obviously before it gets hot to do your um air conditioning check and so you guys are busy with that right now yes
6: that is correct so and uh once again, you know, we are running that, uh, you know, offer to all of the listeners that call calling from your show that we've got a little gift bag that we're giving them. Um, so we'll give them that gift bag, and then we uh, do a clean and check um, on their air conditioning system. So we go through a couple of the things I just mentioned, um, do some other things, check temperature drop, make sure we do get adequate cool across the coils. Um, and then if you need more uh, services based on those things, And um, we always have that stuff provided uh, with detail of what needs to be done to make the system more efficient and cool better.
1: Well, and your website is Johnny Stubbs Services, and that's J O H N N Y, Johnny Stubbs Services. And also the link is on my website, and uh, for the first 50. listeners that make their appointments regarding their air conditioning check or anything else uh, and calling Johnny Stubbs, they get a really neat gift bag. I know that uh, producer Steve had you out just the other day and um, was really thrilled with the gift bag. So highly recommend people call right now, be prepared, and get a nice little gift as well, Johnny.
6: Sounds great. Yeah, we definitely appreciate um, everyone that's called in and are using our services, and uh, we just look to expand our community and uh, helping helping more people.
1: I love it. And so that's John Lennon with Johnny Stubb Services. Thank you so much, John. We'll talk to you next week.
6: All right. Thanks, Kim. Have a good weekend.
1: Uh, you too. And uh, another great sponsor of the show is Karen Levine.
0: There are always opportunities in changing markets, and the metro real estate market is no exception. That is why you need to work with seasoned REMAX Alliance realtor, Karen Levine, when you buy your home, sell your home, consider the opportunities of a new build, or explore investment properties. Rising interest rates are spurring creativity, innovation, and opportunity in the real estate and mortgage markets. Kim Munson highly recommends award-winning REMAX realtor, Karen Levine. Call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516 for answers to all your real estate questions. That's 303-877-7516.
7: Pain can be exhausting and frustrating, and Kim was recently experiencing hip pain from life's wear and tear. Dr. Craig Stimson with Advantage Wellness Center was able to help. For over 35 years, Dr. Craig Stimson has been helping individuals and their entire families with non-surgical and drugless treatments to address sports injuries, back and neck pain, headaches, joint pain, and auto accident injuries. Call Dr. Craig at 303-691-1771 today for your appointment. Dr. Craig Stimson, he can help you too. That number is 303-691-1771.
8: What you feed your skin matters. Botanical Rush is clean, professional skincare that only uses pure ingredients to restore and protect the skin. Your skin absorbs the products you put on it, so when you're using something every day, you better know what the ingredients are. Botanical Rush professional formulas are not just pure and potent, they are affordable. With regular use, these beautiful botanical formulas support collagen production, skin's precious moisture barrier, and reduce hyperpigmentation. Myra Mesco, the founder of Botanical Rush, holds every Every ingredient accountable to meet or exceed her high standards. Botanical Rush is non-toxic skincare, free of chemicals, estrogen mimickers, or artificial fragrances that hinder the skin's radiance. Discuss your skincare needs with Myra and set up a consultation at klzradio.com beauty or email info at botanicalrush.com and use the exclusive Kim Monson discount code KIM15 for your first order for a 15% discount at checkout. That's botanicalrush.com code KIM15. It's fine. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out
1: our website. That is M O N S O N dot com. Sign up for a weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. On the line with me is Jessica Vaughn. She is the Director of Policy Studies at the Center for Immigration Studies. Uh, welcome to the show, Jessica.
9: Thank you. Glad to be with you.
1: Jessica, I saw a headline this within this last week, uh, and uh, I think that there was a, a hearing on Capitol Hill as well about 85,000 children that are unaccounted for, that have come across the border. And I wanted to ask you about that.
9: Yes, you're right. Last week, um, the House of Representatives had a hearing In Washington, um, the star witness was a woman by the name of Tara Lee Rodas, who had worked who worked in a federal agency and volunteered to work in one of the um, shelters that are run by the Department of Health and Human Services to take custody of a wave of unaccompanied minors who have crossed the border illegally and who, under U.S. law, are allowed to be resettled in the United States with a sponsor and there are about 600,000 of these kids who've arrived since 2012 and 300,000 of them half of the number in the last decade have arrived in just the last few years under the Biden administration policies which encourage people to come and take advantage of the loopholes in our law so even as the numbers are exploding the Biden administration decided that it took too long to find good homes for for these kids who were coming across. And so they relaxed all of the vetting. Now we're talking about minor children. Most of them are teenagers, but still they're under the age of 18, or at least some of them (laughs) pretend, um, but most of them are under the age of 18 and they're not doing any kind of home study or background check or anything, any vetting process, um, anyone who steps forward to sponsor one of these kids is allowed to take custody of them. So what could go wrong? Huh? Well, a lot. What has come to light is that many of these kids are coming here with the promise of a job that they can work in to send money back home to their families, usually in Central America. And it turns out that there are child labor trafficking organizations that are able to bring in uh, who knows how many thousands of kids to work in um, factories and on farms and in restaurants, in the you know, in, behind the scenes. And uh, it, it, they are exploiting these kids and keeping them in essentially labor bondage. And um, because there are no... Um, because the Biden administration has, has, you know, pretty much washed its hands of these kids once they're placed with a sponsor. No matter how many kids a sponsor comes, you know, to take. No matter how many go to the same address. No matter, you know, with all we know about what's happening, they simply want to move the kids through the system faster and without any questions asked. And so that's what this hearing was about: was to, you know, help the public understand what's happening and um to make a case for reforms that republicans in congress want to make to shut down this child labor trafficking pipeline and it's well, interesting because oh, well, go ahead
1: well but it's not just labor that i'm concerned about i'm also concerned about the kids being trafficked is is, is that something that that you um, that is happening as well
9: Yes, that's one of the things that I testified about about as well. Um, More often, the trafficking is occurring for labor purposes, but there are also instances where um, the girls are uh, sex trafficked for commercial sex, and often that is run by some of the gang members who have become established here. There were illegal aliens who have set up gangs, um, and they... Sometimes we'll um, entice these girls into their clutches in, in the shelters that they're in for a short period before they get placed with sponsors, or they will sponsor these girls telling, you know, them that they're going to help them, protect them, etc. And they end up trafficked um, for commercial sex. Sometimes it's, it's just frankly, perverts who come forward to sponsor girls and abuse them in their own household. Um, there are, and all kinds of horrible scenarios that have happened because of these lenient policies that uh, uh, um, entice these kids here, and then provide no protection or no and no kind of supervision or any policies in place to try to prevent this from happening. <laughs>
1: Well, and Jessica Vaughn, th- there's a number of NGOs, non-government organizations that uh, are involved in the resettlement of these uh, unaccompanied minors, correct? Am I, isn't that the correct term yeah. for these kids? And, uh, in fact, years ago I was on the board of, um, Lutheran family services and, uh, loved initially I, I got involved with them because, uh, uh, we had seen a a successful adoption, uh, the, which I just love that. So that was a component of it. But then when I was on the board, I noticed that there was a, a big portion of the budget was actually government money. And so as I started to connect the dots, I realized that uh, that instead of a, a real charity, that the, that the bulk of the money was being uh, paid by the, the United States government, and a lot of it was in refugee resettlement and uh, resettlement of these un- unaccompanied minors. And I realized this has become a, a big business, and I was very troubled about that, uh, Jessica Vaughn.
9: That's a, uh, a really important observation, and you're right. Um, Lutheran World Services is one of the biggest organizations involved in taking custody of the kids and handing them off to sponsors. Catholic Charities is as well, and um, uh, the um, American Friends Service Committee. There are a number of groups with their origins in, uh, in churches around the country that have essentially become government contractors and participants in this scheme to... Move kids into the country and transport them to their destination, and then kind of wash their hands of these kids um, to the extent that they're actually middlemen in this um, child labor trafficking and child sex trafficking network. Um, whether witting or unwitting, you know, and I, either way, um, it's a huge failure on their part to um, to to really step in to try to stop it. But they don't want to because they're making so much money off of it for, you know, whatever other activities that, that they take part in. But yeah, this is a real, um, a, a serious issue, I think, for the leadership in these organizations and for people in the pews to, to challenge these groups that operate under the label of a faith-based organization, but which are facilitating evil
1: right and then also of uh, the um uh, the top staff at many of these organizations is being paid very well and so yeah, as i connected be. that dot again as i say my heart became extremely troubled because of this and jessica there's nothing compassionate that, about having this open border like this this is one of the things that i think that people get wrong and and those that are are pushing for these open borders are Tugging on Americans' goodwill, our charity, uh, and saying this is this is people are coming here because they want the American dream. Well, there is a legal way to do that. We have had legal immigration. We've taken so many people in legally. This is illegal immigration, and then when you start with illegal immigration, the the idea that there are children, teenagers, but younger as well, that are coming into our country. And they're going into the shadows. We don't know what's happening to them. I I mean, we have a responsibility for our American children, but we also have a responsibility that we cannot be letting this happen to children that are coming across the border illegally.
9: That's right. The Biden administration and others who support this um, episode of mass migration, mass illegal migration, unprecedented in our country's history, like to portray it as some kind of humanitarian process, that we are saving these people who are in need of protection when um, it, it really is not the case. What we've learned through interviewing migrants at the border, I have a colleague who's down there on a regular basis and has traveled throughout Central America and Mexico to um, to report on what's happening, um, is that this is almost uh, 100% economic opportunistic migration people are coming because they know that they will be a because of our current policies that they will be allowed into the country without any fear of deportation allowed to stay here indefinitely in many cases provided with all kinds of services to help them get established here and uh completely outside of our legal immigration system but this, is, this is you know we we do to have a generous policy of uh, of bringing in refugees. And we work with the UN on that to identify people in need of resettlement from their home country, um, whether because of persecution or war or other factors that make it impossible for them to live in their homes. These people are volunteering to put themselves in the hands of a criminal smuggling or trafficking organization to come on this dangerous journey to the U.S. border because they're betting that they're going to be allowed in. And it's been a good bet for them um, for the last couple of years. But this is unsustainable. It's imposing enormous costs on American communities um, for schooling, for social services. There's no housing in a lot of the places where the migrants have come. And I can't imagine a more unhumanitarian policy than the one we have right now, And the fallout is just beginning, honestly, um, in terms of the effects on the migrants and the communities where they've landed.
1: Oh, boy, you've really we have a lot more to talk about. I'm talking with Jessica Vaughn. She is the director of policy studies at the Center for Immigration Studies. And I have more questions for you. And we get to have this conversation because of a great sponsor like Dr. Craig Stimson.
7: Pain can be exhausting and frustrating, and Kim was recently experiencing hip pain from life's wear and tear. Dr. Craig Stimson with Advantage Wellness Center was able to help. For over 35 years, Dr. Craig Stimson has been helping individuals and their entire families with non-surgical and drugless treatments to address sports injuries, back and neck pain, headaches, joint pain, and auto accident injuries. Call Dr. Craig at 303-691-1771 today for your appointment. Dr. Craig Stimson, he can help you too. That number is 303-691-1771.
10: You want to be proactive about protecting your home and family in light of high crime and uncertain times. You need to go to Franktown Firearms. As a family-owned and family-friendly gun store and range, Franktown Firearms invites you to train and learn together. They want you and your family to be safe and confident in using the firearms you purchase. And while most ranges will teach you to shoot down a straight line, Franktown offers a more tactical approach where you're walking, ducking, drawing. In more realistic scenarios, and always with safety as a top priority. Training your family to defend themselves is an important process. You need a patient and experienced trainer to work with. Franktown Firearms offers group classes, one-on-one training, and special shooting events like Tactical Fun Night to improve your skill and have fun while you're at it. Visit klzradio.com franktown and schedule your family's training today. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made.
11: Colorado leads the way in producing American energy and protecting the environment. And we have a plan to cut emissions by half before the end of the decade. But House Bill 1294 does nothing to further progress and could stall other efforts already underway. Colorado's air quality matters too much to be cast aside by political impulse. Call your leaders at 303-866-2316 and tell them to vote no. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.
1: Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's M O N S O N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And did want to mention the Center for American Values, which is located here in Pueblo, Colorado. My friends, now more than ever, we must go to these core principles, core values values of honor, integrity, and patriotism. And patriotism is love of our country. It's not a bravado kind of a thing. It's love of our country. And we're talking about these open borders, uh, which there's nothing compassionate at all about this, um, immigration policies that we have here. Uh, and we we need to understand what we're about. And the Center for American Values is a great place to do that. They've got educational programs for educators, homeschool educators, and you can get more information by going to AmericanValueCenter.org. Jessica Vaughn, you just mentioned something, and I'm talking with Jessica Vaughn. She is the Director of Policy Studies at the Center for Immigration Studies. You mentioned the strain on our communities. And here in Denver, we are seeing all of these subsidized apartments that are being built in communities, single-family uh, communities, and I question why. Uh, and but. I, and they they look like Soviet Russia to me. A lot of them. They just are just boxes. I'm just very concerned about it, and so I'm wondering if these are places that uh, <clears throat> they're going to be housing these uh, illegal aliens that are coming across the the border. What what's your thoughts on that?
9: Well, it, it could be that a developer in your area has um, you know kind of watched what's been happening and uh, understood that you know they're. That there's no place to put people who are coming and certainly no place that they can afford um, and betting that either tax probably that taxpayers are going to step in and provide the services that people need or that uh, employers will step in to hire these workers even if they're in the country illegally even if their asylum claim has been denied um, that somebody is going to provide some means of support to all of these illegal migrants, and and they're going to need somewhere to live. Um, But, but, you know, it seems like this is probably not a form of uh, development and population growth that's really going to benefit the local economy in any way that I can think of um, because of the need, you know, the fact that these are going to be low-wage workers who – uh, are not going to be able to support themselves and their families on the, the wages that employers are willing to pay them, and so that's when taxpayers have to are you know are forced to step up and provide the services that they need, whether it's you know vouchers for public housing or um, nutrition support through um, food stamps, medical care, um, it, and the biggest ticket item is our research has found is the schools because of the Biden policies that admit anybody with a child who arrives with a child, that means that these kids end up in the school system. Um, And there's no, you know, usually that's funded by property taxes, but they're not paying property taxes. Um, Homeowners are paying property taxes for the most part and uh, i obviously some rental properties contribute a little bit as well but it's it's not enough to cover the expenses of coming up with new curricula um with social support um language programs gang prevention programs parental education programs and all of the um special support that kids who have been brought here or sent here are going to need to survive in our school system, if they even stay in it, because most of them, frankly, want to work. The teenagers don't want to be in schools, but the younger kids um, are are in, in the public school system, and it's having an impact also on the American kids who are in these schools.
1: The bill is going to come due at some point. Absolutely. Uh, Jessica Vaughn, we need to have another conversation very soon. We have just a couple of minutes left. But I saw a picture the other day of Border Patrol, and they uh, had some illegal uh, aliens um, that had just come across the border. And I was really concerned because the picture, it basically looked to me like young men, young men, that like fighting men, I'm I'm concerned that there's an army that's being come that's coming across the border as well, of young fighting men. What's your thoughts on that?
9: Well, we have no idea why people are coming, and they're coming from all ages, um, from more than a hundred different countries in the world. This is not um, the traditional scenario of illegal migration, which is largely Mexico and Central America. They are coming from Middle Eastern countries, from China, from South America, from Russia, even. Um, and, and we simply have no idea of, of knowing why they're coming, whether they're coming to work as a cartel operative, whether they're coming to establish a terror tunnel to, you know, to carry out a terrorist act, or whether they're coming you know, simply for a job we don't have the ability to know that, I think that we all know that there are going to be some tragedies that ensue as a result of letting in people that, you know, we cannot know their intentions. Uh, You know, witnessed the incident recently in Texas where um, an, an illegal alien from Mexico slaughtered Five people simply because they asked him to stop shooting his gun in his backyard um and it, it's turning out that he was almost certainly a cartel operative that's the kind of um mess that's created not that everyone coming is uh, that evil a person but when we don't when we let everybody in we let in the bad people too
1: uh, that's a really important point, Jessica Vaughn. This is uh, you're doing such important work at the Center for Immigration Studies. Uh, one minute uh, to button this up, please.
9: Um, well, I hope people will turn to our website for more information. Everything we publish is there. Um, the next thing to watch is what happens this week with um, the expiration of the Title 42 expulsion authority and whether the Biden administration really intends to try to control the border. Um, more effectively, or whether they're just putting on uh, a show of controlling the border so that they can
1: continue these disastrous policies. So stay tuned. Okay. And we'll have you back very soon. Jessica Vaughn, thank you so much. Thank you for your important work.
9: Thank you for having me.
1: And our quote for the end of the show, I went to George Washington. He said, it is impossible to govern the world without God. It is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of almighty God, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits and humbly implore his protection and favor. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, if honestly and authentically strive for high ideals and like Superman, stand for truth, justice and the American way. My friends. God bless you. God bless America. Stay tuned for hour number two. It is Open Line Friday. want to hear from you. 303-477-5600. We'll be right back.
0: It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories.
1: An early childhood taxing district, what on earth is that?
0: The latest in politics and world affairs.
1: I don't think that we should be passing legislation that is so complicated that people kind of throw up their hands and say, oh, I can't understand it.
0: Today's current opinions and ideas.
1: It is not fair that just because you're a big business that you get a break on this and the little guy doesn't.
0: Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation.
1: Indeed. Welcome to our number two of the Kim Munson show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, you're valued, you have purpose. Today, strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. Thank you to the team I work with. That's producer Steve, producer Luke, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Friday, producer Steve.
2: Not just any Friday, but Friday, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo.
1: Ah, correct. And it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Yes, Uh, so, um, Yes, I can't believe May 5th already. May's one of my favorite months and uh, uh, spring is is in in full action now as as everybody knows from um, their eyes watering and their stuffy noses as well. Um But um, yeah, that, that's just a, another rite of passage. Check out the website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com. And thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And uh, I've mentioned Jansen photography a number of times. Uh, uh, I did a, a photo session with them. Zach, my media guy, said, Kim, we've got to get some new photos. And um, they did a, a great job. i reticent to have new pictures taken, and they really did a great job. Uh, Glenn Jansen behind the, the camera there, and uh, Mary Jansen, who um, runs the operations. It's a beautiful location in Lakewood with all kinds of different backgrounds. And so for family portraits, senior portraits, uh, children, uh, or headshots for your business or political career, Jansen Photography is the place to go. And I really appreciate them. And that's J-A-N-S-S-E-N photography.com. dot com. And um, great to have them as uh, sponsors of the show as well. And we had Tara Lynn Romero on in the first hour regarding uh, she came to a settlement with the Jefferson County Commissioners. The Jefferson County Commissioners had sued to take her land. Uh, and just to take it. And they did come to a settlement that she felt was fair for a portion of that property. Um, but I was thinking about community. And what is one of the roots? What does the word community have in common with another word, Steve? Uh, do you see where I'm going on this? Or uh, would it be communism? I mean, they are very closely Closely aligned. And so I thought, well, let's go to a Joseph Joseph Stalin quote. Clever. uh, (laughs) Very clever. (laughs) (laughs) Because, uh, yeah, they use this guise of community. And uh, the community, people did not do very well under communism. And uh, as one of my friends said, under socialism and communism, yes, everybody's equal. We all share a saltine cracker. Uh, And... uh, here we are at, at the pinnacle of human flourishing and there are those that want to take us take it down and one has to ask why it's about power and control. But this is what uh, Stalin, um, he was a Soviet pol- politician. He held power as General Secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union and Chairman of the Council of Ministries of the Soviet Union uh, from 1924 until his death in 1953. And he was born in 1878, he died in 1953. He, has, uh, he said this, ideas are more powerful than guns. We would not let our enemies have guns. Why should we let them have ideas? And that is why the First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of religion is so important. But we can't have the First Amendment without the Second Amendment, which is the right to keep and bear arms and that the government should not infringe upon that. And the Second Amendment is not there so that people can go hunting, which obviously that's that is something that you can do with firearms. But it is also to protect ourselves against bad actors and so that might be bad actors that are in our communities wanting to rob and hurt us but it could also be bad actors that that are in government and that is why Holding the office. founders put that into um the constitution of the United States so when we then connect this dot to what this Colorado legislature has has done and this governor signing into law these uh bills that are direct affronts upon our right to keep and bear arms to protect ourselves a bit against against bad actors, we have to ask, you know, what are the, you know why? I, I think that there are those in the legislature that are just naive, that they think that oh, if we don't have any guns in our society, then we will have a safer society. But then what happens is the only people that have guns are the bad guys. Yeah, and so it's really, really a dumb policy. They never and it's very naive.
2: They never their thinking never takes them to that second part. You know, I asked you when you read that quote from Stalin. You know, he refers to our enemies, and at first glance, you're thinking about, "Oh, okay." Well, every country, you know, has enemies, but he's not talking about the other countries. He's talking about his own people,
1: right? And uh, we are seeing that play out here in America as well, and uh, that's why. Uh, so when we <laughs> when I say that we are engaged in this battle of ideas, and that's why we put together these great guests. Uh, to talk to them about they have expertise in so many of these different arenas is to help you get your brain around these issues so that you can educate yourself and educate those in your sphere of influence in this battle of ideas. And ideas are more powerful than, uh, and than, than weapons. That's why we have to engage in, in this uh, great battle of ideas. We get to do this because of really wonderful sponsors. And on the line with me is Dr. Craig Stimson, chiropractor. Uh, welcome to the show, Dr. Stimson.
12: Thank you, Kim. Good morning.
1: And first and foremost, uh, you have really helped me. And uh, I've had some wear and tear on um, my hip, and uh, one of my good friends said, oh, you need to see my chiropractor, Dr. Craig Stimson, and you have really helped me, and I so appreciate it.
12: Well, I'm glad that we've been able to help you with it, Kim.
1: And uh, and then I'm just doing regular tune-ups on it as well, but... One of my friends said, Kim, don't wait too long to get to to see Dr. Stimson, to do something about it. And I had another friend that said she did wait uh, too long. And so it's been uh, more of a recovery as, as she's addressed those issues. So if people are having any joint pain, they need to call you now versus uh, sometime in the future.
12: Yeah, it's always better to get it earlier rather than later, because what happens is once the joints misaligned, it will cause wear and tear over a period of time, and that's when people end up having to replace, like, knees and hips and things like that. So if we can get to it early on, get that realigned, a lot of times we can prevent that.
1: Well, and that's our goal with what's going on with me. But another area that you're able to help people is with headaches, and uh, tell us just a little bit about that.
12: Kim, unfortunately, too many people have headaches, and it's not because of a lack of aspirin. We help lots of people with headaches, and uh, mostly what we see is a chiropractic type of headache in that they get misalignments in the bones of the vertebrae in the upper neck area, and that can create headaches. But also, people aren't aware that the bones in the skull actually move every time we breathe. They're called cranial bones, and when they get misaligned, we call those cranial faults. So that can also contribute to headaches. Right now, we're seeing a lot of people with allergies and um, sinus problems. If those bones in the front of the head, where the sinuses are, are not lined up properly, then the sinuses don't drain. That can build up pressure. Also, we saw uh, a lot of times people with uh, jaw problems or TMJ problems, and that can contribute to headaches as well. Uh, one of my teenage patients, boy, every time he'd get his braces tightened up, he'd get a migraine headache. Oh. So we'd have to schedule him to come in right after he'd get his braces fixed up and uh, correct those migraines. And with, with migraines, we see a combination a lot of times. It's the jaw, the cranial bone, and the neck all hit at the same time, and boom, that's a migraine. Uh, well, and, with, yeah, I'm sorry. Sometimes with well, migraines, I was just it can s- be a magnesium deficiency. So we, we check uh, all sorts of things.
1: Well, and uh, I've had friends that have migraine headaches, and it's really debilitating. So to to be able to do something about that, uh, it is possible. How can people reach you, Dr. Craig Stimson?
12: The best way is to give me a call at the office at 303-691-1771.
1: Okay, and that's 303-691-1771, and Stimson is spelled S-T-I-M-S-O-N. That's Dr. Craig Stimson. And, Dr. Craig, thank you for all you do, and we will talk to you next week.
12: Great. Thank you very much. Bye.
1: And uh, we get to have these great conversations because uh, uh, of these wonderful sponsors. And, again, my friends, if you're looking for goods or services, another great way to support the show is by uh, reaching out to my sponsors. I know each of them personally and highly recommend them. And uh, Roger Mangan is uh, a great sponsor of the show. And he, he and his State Farm Insurance Team can help you with the unknowns that occur in life. And uh, we know that life can be challenging. And so to maximize your financial security as you manage the risks of everyday life, contact the Roger Mangan Insurance Team at 303-795-8855. That's 303 958855. Uh, like a good neighbor, the Roger Mangan team is there. Rosie's doing it. So
3: is Yvonne. Same with Lori. Michelle's been it since February of last year. Jody started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Oh, the doing part? They're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. Then they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? Are you ready to get at it and save? Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855. Don't delay. Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855 today.
0: There are always opportunities in changing markets, and the metro real estate market is no exception. That is why you need to work with seasoned REMAX Alliance realtor Karen Levine when you buy your home, sell your home, consider the opportunities of a new build, or explore investment properties. Rising interest rates are spurring creativity, innovation, and opportunity in the real estate and mortgage markets. Kim Munson highly recommends award-winning RE/MAX realtor Karen Levine. Call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516 for answers to all your real estate questions. That's 303-877-7516.
4: Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James lyons Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about Popular
1: Rationalism at KimMunson.com.
0: It's Friday.
1: Indeed, it is Friday. And welcome back to The Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is KimMunson, dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And I uh, wanted to mention another sponsor of the show, and that is Hooters Restaurants. They have five locations. it's Loveland, Aurora, Lone Tree, Westminster, and Colorado Springs. They have specials for lunch and happy hour Monday through Friday. Wednesdays are their wings day specials for to go or dine in by 20 wings. You get an additional 10 for free. And the story of how we got to know each other is from when I was on city council. And it's a really important story about freedom and free markets and capitalism and politicians and interested parties uh, trying to collude together to take away property rights, the, the right, the opportunity to have a business and compete in the free market. And, uh, so that's how I got to know them and send, uh, it, it was not until after I was off city council, uh, plenty of time before I even talked with them about being a sponsor of the show. Um, but, um, I took a stand for property rights and that's where we have to stand. Uh, and the founders realized that property rights are so important. Uh, so again, thank you to Hooters Restaurants for their Sponsorship of the show. Uh, open line Friday, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. The text line is a 720-605-0647, 720-605-0647. I do uh, want to hear from you. And again, this is an opportunity to... Um, Call in and let me know what know what's on your radar. So please uh, take advantage of that. Uh, while we're going through this, I will go through some of these text messages from this week. And first one is uh, I mentioned these legislators down at the state house, and. Uh, Policies that are being pushed down there, they're socialist slash communist policies as we look at some of these things of the 677 plus bills that have been proposed uh, legislation. We don't need a 677 new laws in Colorado, uh, but that is what has been um proposed so far and the legislative session is supposed to be over on Monday, but, uh, house my, excuse me, Senate minority leader, Paul and is calling for a special session to address property taxes because everyone is getting their new assessments and there's a lot of sticker shock going on there. But I mentioned in this last, uh, Segment that I'm concerned that some of these are naive legislators. So I was talking about the Second Amendment, uh, naive legislators who think that if the if we restrict law abiding citizens from having firearms, that it will make a safer community. And it's just downright naive to think that. And there are those that are are naive that believe that, legislators, I think. And then there are, and this is from a listener, it says, naive legislators are the utopians. Socialists come in two flavors, utopians and truly evil ones. And truly evil ones are using those that are naive to push forward these policies that will take away the right of everyday citizens to protect themselves and their families. Meanwhile, connect this dot down at the border. It, with this porous border, we have illegal aliens that are coming in for that, that I think do want to hurt us. So there are those that are coming for possible economic opportunity. There are them, those that are coming for free stuff And that free stuff is being paid for by the American people, as when we talked with Jessica Vaughn about all these different programs that would be necessary uh, to address, for example, all these children that are coming and teens that are coming across the border. But then there's bad guys that are coming across the border as well, and they are in our neighborhoods and the police. Cannot get there quick enough when the bad guys knocking on your door. So, for you to have the right to protect yourself, yourself, and your families against bad guys, is inherent in the uh, in the Constitution of the United States of America. Uh, we have Mark and Black Forest on the line. Mark and Black Forest, what's on your radar on Open Line Friday? Good
13: morning. Um, a couple things um, was uh, real heartening to. Um, hear about the uh, private property uh, you know event up up there in in Kittredge Um, I think um, what was really uh, impressive to me was how people came to her aid basically to uh, stand up for her private property rights I think you know so so often people just kind of look at when somebody's rights are being violated they just kind of you know, almost drive by. You know, like like an accident on the side of the road. They drive by. They gawk at it, but they don't do anything. Um, so that was that was great um, to hear that. Uh, the other thing um, I wanted to talk about is, you know, I think we really have the wrong system in place for property um, taxes for paying for government services. Right? Property taxes are the way mechanism that we pay pay for. Um, government services like fire and police, um, and having that tied to property values, um, based on property values is just, there's a big disconnect there. It would be, it's probably too late, but, um, you know, for years I've been saying, you know, what we really need is change the whole system such that, um, we pay for government services directly rather than paying for them based on our property value. Because there's no real link, property values go up, but that doesn't mean those services have to automatically go up.
1: So, what would that look like, Mark? I mean, I th- you you always think outside the box, and I love that. But what would that look like? Say for police protection. Um, uh
13: huh.
1: Yeah, tell me. Well, what, well, what would that look like?
13: Well, uh, you know. The police department and the county commissioners or whoever, city um, council, they would they would have to say, you know, the police department would have to say, okay, you know, for this many people in this city, you know, it's going to cost X amount of dollars to provide, you know, police services to this community. And there'll be a price tag on that. And then that would be, that price tag would be uh, levied across, uh, you know, all the citizens in that city or county. Um, so we need to, so, I mean, that's the way it would work. Same for fire, same for, you know, other government services.
1: I I think that's really creative and I've got to, I will have to ruminate on that this weekend, uh, Mark and Black Forest, because this system that we have in place, we're at a tip. Don't you feel Mark, that we are at a tipping point in so many different areas right now? And, Uh, uh, Yesterday when we were talking with Dr. Jill, as as I mentioned earlier, um, my heart was just really heavy. I had this big knot in my stomach as we connected the dots from actions that were taken many, many years ago and how this has played out. And what I learned when I was on city council is it is difficult to take a stand on principle when you're when what's happening is policies it's just a little here a little here just compromise here just compromise here and then before you know it there's no foundation that we're standing on and that's why we have to understand foundational principles and then also stand on fo- foundational principles mark
13: right uh, these are all socialist systems and these socialist systems are are unsustainable and that's why we're reaching the tip, tipping point
1: Right. And when we talk about all those uh, using the term sustainability regarding energy and our environment uh, are putting forward unsustainable policies for human flourishing, it's important to connect that dot. Anything else, Mark and Black Forest?
13: No, thanks very much. Great week.
1: Okay. Uh, Yes, um, this whole Gallagher Amendment thing. That It was repealed in 2020, and uh, I'm going to have to have Zach. We need to go back, and I need to uh, share my exact reasoning why we took a no stand on that. But I've been doing a little sleuthing here in the hour as well regarding the players uh, in favor of uh, getting rid of the Gallagher Amendment. And I allude to this on a consistent basis, this... Um, influential Republican operative group. and it is you probably all are wondering what the name is, but it is Josh Penry and he has a number of different companies and to repeal the Gallagher amendment, he was his he his firm was paid millions of dollars uh, for that. For example, I am looking on um, oh gosh uh, October t- uh, 2nd of 2020. Uh, his firm, Ascent Media, was paid one million one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and so it's important to connect that dot. And as I was also looking at this, though, producer Steve um, Dick Wadhams actually did receive some money uh, for his um, taking a stand to repeal the Gallagher Amendment as well. Now we're pl- now we're we're fast forwarding to where we are right now, and and the dot I want to connect here is is that we have had Republican operatives that have been active with... And the other group is the Gary Investment Group, It um, was a big donor to this. And the Gary Investment Group, uh, Mike Johnston, who is running in the runoff for the Denver mayor, uh, was, the I think, the president or executive director of Gary Investment Group. So here they have pushed forward these policies to... Um, To repeal the Gallagher Amendment, we're now seeing um, potential meteoric rise in our property taxes, and it's just important, I think, to go back in history and figure out how we got here, Steve.
2: All right. Well, you're doing history here, so let's either connect the dots or follow the money. If Penry or Wadhams is getting large sums of money, where's it coming from?
1: Okay, and uh, let me just explain that to you. Uh, in this particular one, I, I tell you what, let me get those numbers for you. We'll we'll do this here in just a moment. The uh, show comes to you because of great sponsors like Johnny Stubb Services. And we just talked to John Lennon in the first hour. He is the uh, owner of Johnny Stubb Services. And again, great to have them as sponsors for all your heating and air conditioning
5: needs. Mm-hmm. It's Colorado. We want warm homes in the winter and cool, comfortable homes in the summer. Johnny Stubb Services is the heating and air conditioning company to call to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubb Services' team of experts provide proper guidance to help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. Kim Munson highly recommends Johnny Stubb Services. Schedule your air conditioning check before summer arrives at johnnystubbservices.com and receive a great gift. That's johnnystubbservices.com.
8: What you feed your skin matters. Botanical Rush is clean, professional skincare that only uses pure ingredients to restore and protect the skin. Your skin absorbs the products you put on it, so when you're using something every day, you better know what the ingredients are. Botanical Rush professional formulas are not just pure and potent, they are affordable. With regular use, these beautiful botanical formulas support collagen production, skin's precious moisture barrier, and reduce hyperpigmentation. Myra Mesco, the founder of Botanical Rush, holds every 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 ingredient accountable to meet or exceed her high standards. Botanical Rush is non-toxic skincare, free of chemicals, estrogen mimickers, or artificial fragrances that hinder the skin's radiance. Discuss your skincare needs with Myra and set up a consultation at klzradiocom beauty or email info at botanicalrush.com and use the exclusive Kim Monson discount code Kim 15 for your first order for a 15% discount at checkout. That's botanicalrush.com code Kim15. It's fine. It is Friday. Welcome back to The Kim Munson
1: Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is M O N S O N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com. And thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And it is Open Line Friday. This is a rare opportunity for all of you. So 303-477-5600. And the text line is very busy. And that text line is 720-605-0647. We will continue to address uh, those as well. But did want to mention the USMC Memorial Foundation. They had their great spring event this last uh, Saturday night at the Brown Palace Hotel. It was a beautiful event. And um, the speaker, the uh, keynote speaker was uh, Ambassador Harry Harris. And uh, he is a, a retired uh Admiral from the United States Navy, so it was uh, really great to get to meet him, as well as uh, then... Another speaker was Mike Medina. We had him on recently. He is a Marine veteran and just an amazing story. He grew up in foster homes and he joined the Marine Corps at the age of 17 and he's become a very successful businessman and so it was a wonderful event. And as we're coming into Mother's Day, Father's Day, a great gift for your loved one is to honor their service by buying a brick that will be on one of the walkways and you can do that at USMCMemorialFoundation.org That is USMCMemorialFoundation.org memorialfoundation.org okay steve uh, c- connecting the dots you asked on the uh, repeal of the gallagher amendment uh, and it was called yes on amendment b and uh, the committee reported 7.84 million dollars in contributions uh, kent theory former ceo of davida dialysis donated 2.4 million and pat Stryker. Founder of the Bohemian Foundation and um, uh, one of the the Gang of Four here in that uh, that uh, kind of that worked with Jared Polis, um, Brett Bridges and Tim Gill. Uh, they put money towards uh, turning Colorado blue, uh, and the way that they did that though is by of targeting certain elections. And so anyway, she put in $2.25 million. And um, the Gary Investment Group also put money into that. I think it was, uh, hold on here. I think I've got that. I had it. The Gary Investment Group, of which Mike Johnston, who is a um, candidate for mayor, for Denver mayor, put in $1.5 And then the teachers union put in a uh, half million dollars. So that's that's quite a bit right there.
2: As you're naming them off i'm thinking what is the connection to their their interest level in repealing gallagher like in the last one teachers union what's the connection there
1: well it's a good question but then i guess we could fast forward to where we are now and that is is with people getting these uh new property tax assessments if nothing is done um, my understanding i've got to c- connect the dot is that our taxes would go up that same amount okay and so and uh, so the public schools would receive a lot more money at least that's that's what could potentially happen Very now, good. i'm not sure that i think that the, uh, I can't give them the credit that they could think that far ahead. But anyway, isn't that interesting to see the players on that? But then see <laughs> then see that who carried out the campaign was the Josh Penry group, which are Republicans. I mean, so when I say that Republican operatives, they've been milking our donors, they've been padding their pockets, and then the people of Colorado... Have lost out, and it's not republic just Republicans. I mean, these property taxes are going to affect everybody, no matter what descriptor you have—Democrat, uh, Republican, unaffiliated, Libertarian, um, or Conservative. Uh, there's the equity in that is that all these property taxes are going to go up, except we'll probably start to see some finagling now on. I'm trying to lower them. It's going to be a real political thing now. Uh, so super interesting. But what do you think about the money that I just uh, told you about?
2: Well, um, it was calls here. I'm I'm trying to you know, balance the load. Um, well, okay. You, you did a great job just there because I am a single stage thinker and you've, <laughs> you went into the second layer of that. It's like, you know, what connection does the teachers union have? And, you know, because you don't know, there's a vet, vet, vested interest. When you're going to outlay that much money, you're obviously wanting something.
1: Right. And so, and uh, so, Kent Theory has been very involved not only on this property tax thing, but in also changing our elections. So, I just gave you some of the numbers, so the the amount of money that went in to repeal the Gallagher Amendment. And I think I I went right through and didn't talk about our bill of the day, which is House Bill twenty three twelve forty five, and it's campaign practices for municipal elections. And it says concerning a. Re- Requirements under the Fair Campaign Practices Act for municipal elections. The sponsors are um, Democrat uh, Parenti, Democrat Wilford, uh, both representatives, and then uh, Kevin Priola, now a Democrat, and Robert Rodriguez, Democrat and it says current law regulating campaign finance does not set limits on contributions to candidates for municipal elections for municipal elections held on or after January 1, 2024 the bill sets aggregate limits on contributions to candidates for municipal office from persons including any political party and excluding any small donor committees for any election cycle in the amount of $400 and then for the um small donor committee um committees, there will be an amount of $4,000. But I've always asked this, and I need to talk to an expert on this. Is there any uh, campaign limit from unions? I don't see that that is addressed here. And so once again, can unions come in and play in these local elections? And by limiting uh, by limiting campaign contributions, it is limiting free speech. And so I've never been a fan of any of these campaign finance uh, bills at all, the and the Monk, McCain, uh, McCain-Feingold. I, I think that that limits free speech. And But the other thing about it, though, is somebody personally, they are not limited. So take a look at Jared Polis. He, in essence, was able to buy his his governorship, because he was not constrained by how much money he could give to his own campaign. So again, connect this dot here with these local elections, these municipal elections, this will make it more and more difficult for grassroots everyday people to win elections because of these limits. And then you could see, I think union money coming in to uh, support and Typical or candidates, and you could also see uh, candidates using their own money. And this has been another strategy on the Democrat side: is many of these candidates that are being groomed for higher office is they work for they may have their own nonprofit, and this again then this is a way that 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 um, that they can receive money. Uh, the the contributors get a tax write off for that, and these people can create a war chest wealth, and then they can also run for office. This is these are, are dots that are important to connect, and it's taken me a while to figure this out, Steve. You
2: no, know, <clears throat> I maybe my thinking is running wild here, and I might, I might not be tracking with you real well. You mentioned the gang of four, and I'm wondering. If we could sit down, three of the gang of four. Let's put Polis out of it for the time being, uh, because I don't want him to comment on his own work. Certainly, he's not going to have anything negative to say about that. But I wonder if the other three, now that he's been there for you know going on five years, what, what do they what do they think today?
1: It's hard to know. Uh, it is hard to know, but we do know that there are those there are PBIs that have real disdain. For everyday Coloradans and everyday Americans.
2: Well, Uh, for some reason that goes straight to your quote of the day. Stalin called Stalin called them his enemies, even though they were his people. Is that same disease going on here in this place? I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here looking out the window and I see downtown Denver. That geography we call Denver. It's got Denver city government. It also has Colorado state government. And you've said it several times today, even that there's you know socialism running amuck. It's almost like it, what's in the water down there,
1: right? And so now that and as you were talking about that is now what we see is politicians on both sides of the aisle are going to come up with a band aid, and there will be money that will be put behind this the, the band aid, and uh, we're not looking at the foundational problems that we have. And so as we start to go through this, this whole Gallagher amendment, these property tax assessments, this is, this is, I think, the thing, Steve, where we are going to get people's attention. And we will speak truth into this. We will connect the dots. The first thing, and I heard from a number of you listeners on the, um, text line is follow the money. And so we're going to go back and take a look at the Gallagher amendment. And who was behind it? We see that it was really these socialists these uh, that had that put a bunch of money behind it. And that's Kent Theory, Pat Stryker, Gary Community Investments, and the Teachers Union. But then look who carried the water for them. It was um, the Josh Penry firms, and uh, we see Dick Wadhams. And so we wonder how Colorado got to where we got it's because, and I wrote a piece about this, that Republican operatives are, have been complicit in the demise of Colorado.
2: And we got a caller here, and his, his title is too long. I can't just put it in your ear because it will totally blow you out of the water. So it's Commissioner Gonzalez from El Paso County.
1: Okay, Commissioner Gonzalez, welcome to the show. Hey, hey thanks, and good morning, and thanks for having me
14: on. No, I really appreciated the uh, concerns. Uh, I actually went on and testified against the uh, Senate Bill 303, which would, would of course, you know, it's a a shell game in in terms of uh, keeping our TABOR funds to supposedly help reduce our property tax. Uh, Just a big shell game. So I I went and I testified against that. But uh, a lot of people, and you're highlighting it, forget that this all happened because we had people push for a repeal of Gallagher. It was very predictable what was going to happen to our property tax spikes. But there were so many people that wanted these taxes in their local communities and you talked about the operatives uh you're talking about the funding mechanism but what they do they also recruit a handful of bigger name republicans to be their spokespieces uh down in my area they got mayor john Suthers, a republican and uh, uh, wayne williams a republican at the time uh, just coming off of secretary of state he's probably going to be our next mayor of color springs they got them to endorse the repeal of gallagher uh I believe, fully understanding it was going to be terrible for us, but they get a handful of big-name Republicans to support them and put it down as bipartisan, and we get a terrible outcome, and it continues to happen, and we really need to get real conservatives in our leadership as Republicans.
1: Commissioner Gonzalez thank you so much for calling in and uh yes you have nailed it and uh, you're talking about a strategy that I have started to to recognize as well and I I don't know this for sure but when the big Republican operative gets the big amount of money. We don't know if if people are being paid to come out on these endorsements or not. i, I, mm-hmm. I we just don't know that. But you wonder you it makes me wonder anyway. Uh, and these Republicans that you just mentioned uh, uh, are not standing on principle. And because they're not standing on principle, it's hurting everyday, hardworking Coloradans. Any final thought on that, Commissioner Gonzalez?
14: No, I think you highlighted the good points. And, uh, you know, let's get good conservatives who stand on principle elected in all our different communities. And uh, again, uh, I, I really hope that people will stand and oppose what I think is going to be a, a, a end around Tabor and, t- and take and keep more of people's uh, taxpayer funds. And I really hope we're able to do uh, some smart decisions and oppose this 303 bill.
1: Uh, well, we will go to work on that, Commissioner Gonzalez, and I greatly appreciate your service. And then connecting this dot, going back to this uh, this uh, bill of the day, House Bill 23-1245, is it will make it more difficult for grassroots candidates to raise the money that, that, that they need to for these municipal elections. And we are seeing that these um, municipal elections, whether or not it's your city councils, your mayor, um, your county commissioners but also the the road district boards the school district boards it's so important that we get when we say conservatives what we mean is people that understand the American idea and want to conserve this idea that all men are created equal with these rights from God of life liberty and pursuit of happiness that's what conservative means and uh, we do we do need to have people step forward that stand on principle to run for office and then we can see again we when I say that the, the radical activist socialists that have taken over the Democrat Party are playing long ball, you can look no further than this particular bill of the day, which is House Bill 1245. We have these important conversations to help you get your brain around these issues so that you can engage with in this battle of ideas that is raging right now in America and in our state. And we get to do have these important conversations because of Roots Medical and Col- uh, Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.
10: Hey folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom in conjunction with COVIDPenalty.com is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. That's ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. These uncertain times make it imperative that you can protect yourself, your family, and your property. Franktown Firearms is the family-friendly place to go for firearms training when you are less than sure of what to buy or how to train. You can find a straight range to shoot at anywhere. But maybe you want a more realistic training experience involving walking, ducking, drawing, and shooting in more lifelike scenarios. Franktown Firearms instructors work with you to ensure that you are safe and protected so you'll handle anything that comes your way. Come join Franktown Firearms for tactical fun night where you can shoot, learn and grow in a fun, safe environment and meet people who you can learn from. Going to the range is great, but coming to Franktown Firearms is the next level in your home defense training. To learn more, visit klzradio.com franktown and schedule your family's training today. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made.
11: Colorado leads the way in producing American energy and protecting the environment. And we have a plan to cut emissions by half before the end of the decade. But House Bill 1294 does nothing to further progress and could stall other efforts already underway. Colorado's air quality matters too much to be cast aside by political impulse. Call your leaders at 303-866-2316 and tell them to vote no. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.
1: Indeed, it is Friday. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. It is Open Line Friday, 303-477-5600. The text line is 720-605-0647. And uh, my friends, it is daunting when we uh, look and are are connecting the dots that there are uh, people on both sides of the aisle that have been uh, collaborating to take away our property rights, to take away our freedom. And it is daunting. And we are at... We're at a, a very difficult time in America, but it is. we need to remember that we are Americans. And that's why the Center for American Values is so important. We need to be inspired by people that have put their lives on the line to protect others. And that is what is so special about the Center for American Values. And the, they have this beautiful um, Portraits of Valor. It's 160 uh, portraits of uh, Medal of Honor recipients. These are men that put their lives on the line to, to protect others. And there's a little quote by uh, under the, the portrait of each of them that they have. And we need to be inspired. We are Americans. We need to be inspired as we engage in this battle of ideas. And the Center for American Values uh, can do that for you. And uh, you can get more information at AmericanValuesCenters.org, no Center.org, AmericanValuesCenter.org. Bill in North Glen, what's on your radar?
15: Well, I just want to encourage people to look at their property tax bill when they come in and what a large percentage goes to the schools. And this, we've talked about this before with the para part of it. Uh, it's, it's, And they don't have a means to repeal uh, mill levy overrides. And people do not get involved in these elections where they've got these mill levy overrides. They put them at odd times during the year. In some cases, but mostly at election time. And they've got to be voting no. If it's any kind of a tax increase for any reason, you vote no.
1: I agree with you. I agree with you. We need to starve the beast, particularly with what's been happening in public education with the indoctrination of our children. Uh, and and in several different ways. First of all, through CRT or whatever the iterations are. You can say, we don't want CRT taught in our schools, and you'll have school boards say, we don't teach that. But they have an iteration of that, and that is putting children into groups, identifying them as groups instead of the wonderfully made individuals that they are, and equipping them with the tools of reading and writing and arithmetic so that they can critically think and so that they can live successful lives. That's what I always thought public education was supposed to be, Bill. But we're, we've moved away from that. Our kids can't read and write and criti- uh, you know, think critically, but they're being sexualized and put into groups. Your thoughts?
15: Well, Yeah, that is a huge part of it. And I would have to, again, encourage – there's still an inordinate amount of people that don't get involved in the political process. And there's a lot of people that that didn't vote for Trump because he was mean and we didn't like his personality. Elections have consequences, folks. You've got to get out and get involved. And I want to speak specifically to these You know, – I'm going to call them idiot libertarians – they mostly agree with the Republicans, so quit splitting the vote. All elections going forward in Colorado are going to be extremely tight, and we don't need any kind of libertarians in there. Libertarians, join with the Republican Party. Run in the primary. See if you can get elected. But let's have a Democrat versus Republican. We're splitting these elections, and we're losing, and we're paying the price. <laughs>
1: Okay, Bill, I have to ask you this question, because, uh, and I think this is up in your area, Barbara Kirkmeyer ran for a Congressional District 8, and um, as a Republican, and a Libertarian also was in, in that election, and she lost, but... As I see, she's in the state Senate. She was one of those that put forward a a piece of legislation that would basically gut the caucus system and that the only way that people could get onto the ballot would be via petitioning and then connecting this dot to Josh Penry. That is another one of the businesses that he has is a petition business to get people onto the ballot. And so I'm really concerned about Republicans that are putting forward policies that are antithetical to our American idea. Um, what's your thoughts on that?
15: We had uh, a very robust, I guess is the word for the, uh, the, the caucus. Uh, you know, i trying to think of the gal that won uh, that. The uh, was it Lori Sane? Lori Sane. Yes. Laurie Sane won overwhelmingly. And then she was, uh, defeated in the primary, but by somebody who just petitioned on. I would agree. I, I've got mixed on the uh, the caucus process because it seems like uh, we don't have a lot of power left. There's been so many changes and stuff to the caucus procedures that uh, the petitioning on is maybe a good way. But ultimately, I think that we should retain the, the caucus process. But... Uh, Exactly. This is what happened with the elections. And we've got that other woman up there now that won, and she kind of barely won. And you have to wonder if that libertarian was not in there. Yeah, we probably would have gotten a, quote, weak Republican, but you've got to control the committees down there.
1: Party wow, that's Trump's a good
15: person. Party Trump's yeah. person. And we've talked before. I did not like uh, the guy that ran for Senate. But it's a lot easier to convince a Republican from a Republican standpoint than it is to try to convince a Dem. You ever think you're going to tell Polis to, you know, uh, cut taxes? Yeah. Maybe, but it's not going to be as easy.
1: Yeah, interesting point. But that's why, and Bill and North Glenn, thank you so much. That is why it is so important that we be uh, engaged in understanding what what's happening. And that's why we do the show, is to help you get your brain around this, because PBIs want to keep things complicated. They do, and they know that we're busy. People are trying to keep, you know, take care of their kids and and their jobs and their businesses, and, and that we're busy. And so if they can keep this really complicated, then people don't understand what going on that's why we do the show is to help you understand what is actually going on out there so let's see here Um, now we we have a a listener that is challenging uh, uh, Bill's comment on uh, party does not uh, party does not Trump um, what's they said uh, party does not Trump character uh, and that's why I wonder where the statesmen are. Where are the people that are really representing the people of God Colorado and the people of America where are these statesmen that understand the principles but what we are doing and we will we've got this opportunity now my friends to connect these dots I started to do these voters guides back in 2015 and it was it's primarily on the issues the initiatives that are on the the ballot questions because I started to realize it's not just that ballot question sometimes there's pages and pages and pages uh, of law that that occurs once those initiatives are passed and we need to understand What's going on? And so you stand on principle. I took a stand on principle on not repealing the Gallagher Amendment. We're, We're connecting the dots from the money, which was leftist organizations, and then it was Republican operatives that carried the water for that. And now the people of Colorado are getting opening up their mailboxes to their new assessments, and they're saying, "Wait a minute, my taxes could go up." 35, 45, 55%. And uh, that's, uh, I'm going to mention one other thing. This last election cycle, we took a stand against the new property taxes that were being proposed by the Douglas County School District. And again, we were very pleased that we had Republicans cons- that um, uh, are, are in the majority now, but here, right out of the chute then, they have a tax increase on people. And, uh, and they have said that they're going to come and come again on this ballot for a tax increase in a mill levy override. I don't think people are going to have the appetite for that. Uh, and uh, that's why I agree with Bill, is we say no on new, no, on property taxes. There may be something out there that we could really take a look at, but we, we need to be keeping more and more money in our own pocket. And my friends, I, I really appreciate Uh, Each and every one of you. And so I wanted to go to uh, a quote from George Washington for the end of the show, because we must remember that we are Americans and there is something special about that. And freedom, liberty must be protected. And the, and we are in a battle of ideas right now where it is under assault. And so our quote for the end of the show is from George Washington. He said, It is impossible to govern the world without God. It is in the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God to obey his will to be grateful for his benefits and humbly implore his protection and favor so my friends today be grateful read great books think good thoughts listen to beautiful music communicate and listen well live honestly and authentically strive for high ideals and like superman stand for truth justice and the american way my friends you are not alone god bless you and god bless america
10: be young like a new moon rising, fierce, the rain and Unknown. And I don't want no one to cry, but tell them if I don't see